Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today, we want to talk about how to have a great relationship with in-laws. Simple, easy, should be a quick, simple episode. <laughs> well, yeah, we just have like two things to say and then we're done, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I remember you were starting uh, a relationship with my dad specifically on such a good foot. Uh, hey, you know what I mean? Ha- your dad and I have a great relationship. <laughs> no, you okay? do. You do. But let's just take it back a little bit to, you know, I, I this time when you forgot your money, your <laughs> wallet. Look, he. this was the first of many instances where he had to be gracious <gasps> yeah. and patient with me, but I took him out to lunch to ask him if he would bless the marriage. I mean, that's a big lunch. It's, like, like, it's a major hey lunch. Hey there, Mr. McKinney. Yeah. I want to marry your daughter. Yeah, I had like, I had so many different things planned out and thought through. And then I reached in my back pocket to pay for lunch as right. I said that I would do. And I find just an empty pocket. And so yeah. I'm checking all my pockets. I got nothing. <gasps> Sweat. And, I'm sure and, you're just sweating and, at this moment. And my wallet, it's not like in my truck out in the parking lot. It's like miles right. away because he picked me up and we drove to this place. And so... Ooh. I had to end the conversation after making some major promises about how I'm going to take care of you, how I'm uh-huh. going to provide for you, how oh, I'm yeah. going to be there for you. And I asked him if he can pay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. But it was good. And he was gracious toward me as he continues to be. And, um, and it worked out. And you've been able to pay for other things along the way, right? Yeah. You made I up think, for yeah, it. <laughs> we probably, we're, I'm sure we're even. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was that was the start of a an ongoing relationship, and, right? And if you're married, you have inherited uh, a a new family, totally. And so, at this middle point in your life, you acquire new a new father and a new mother potentially, right? And um, this has major implications. And you know, the reason we joke about this as a topic right at the beginning is. This is a really challenging, really complicated, it's a really hard thing. And so we really want to talk through five key tips for how to have a good relationship with your in-laws. And I'm convinced, we, we just listed off these five things right before we started. And if you were to do these five things, it's going to make a major difference in your relationship with your in-laws. So whether you have a good relationship or a bad relationship, anywhere on that spectrum, I think these five things are going to be key for you to do. Yeah. Is it going to be in like a formula form or like a list where I can just check it off and be like, bada bing, bada boom, I got it? (laughs) Well, we're going to give a a five-point list, but a relationship with in-laws is just that. It's it's a relationship. So there there isn't one simple, you know, magic formula to just fix it. Right. Uh, But there are some timeless principles that we get from the Bible that are essential. to navigating this relationship well. Yeah. So the first thing is to ask them a question. And this is maybe crazy. Maybe you've never done this before. But honestly, ask them the question, what can we do to improve our relationship with you? That's a major and bold question. But I, I think in opening up that conversation, you are making yourself vulnerable and saying, is there anything on our end that we can do to do a better job in having a relationship with you? You know, maybe the answer is there's nothing major, but just the gesture yeah. was, was really good right. and, and helpful. And that kind of opens up a layer of communication that you've never gotten to. 
Or maybe the answer is like, hey, these five specific things. And then you can filter through those uh, requests and do your best to hit those. Yeah, I thought it was funny when we asked um, my parents the question. And the first immediate response was, can you come to our house for a week every few months? Yeah. You know? And my, <laughs> Just my, that. My dad was laughing and my, my mom agreed, but it was kind of like, that's what they would love. Just be with us as much as possible. And so we, you know, we kind of teased and joked and because that's really, uh, they even know in requesting that, that we can't meet that. We just can't come there four weeks of a year. But that was what they wanted. They wanted just time with us, you know, yeah, yeah. and that, that was it. But <laughs> a funny answer. So what this question does is one, it, it does a couple different things. One, it gives you answers to show you the expectations or the heart of the people that you're that you have a relationship with. Right. And that's crucial information. If you want to have a good relationship, you need to know the unique things that these particular people want or expect or feel like they're missing from you. Yeah. That's huge. Secondarily, it opens up the door for more communication. And I just think that this first thing, communication is probably just the most important thing that we're going to talk about on this entire episode. I think a lot of problems with in-laws can be or should be solved via good communication. Just really sitting down and talking and working things out verbally. A lot of problems happen when we don't communicate. So I think this is just a really important one to start off with. Yeah, it helps to know what expectations are. It also helps to just understand someone else's perspective when you ask good questions, get to know them better, and pursue the relationship by being open in your communication. So this is, and this is pointing it down to a very, you know, specific question of our relationship, what can we do? And I think that that's a huge step forward and also communicates a lot of love because you're caring enough to ask the question What can we do to build this relationship and make it better? Absolutely. The second tip is to listen to the answers that you hear from that question and then to factor them in. And, you know, maybe that sounds super simple, but like it's not enough to ask the question. Um, It's good, but the question is really revealing regardless of how many specific answers you get. And so I just think that you, you have a responsibility to make a concerted effort to hit those targets as best as you can. And obviously, you know, like you're not going to be able to hit every expectation or maybe maybe the answers are impossible or unreasonable or in some cases maybe they're just inappropriate or not ideal. Um, so in our case, it's great to hear that your parents want us to hang out with them four weeks out of the year, but we're not going to be able to hit that um, in its entirety. Right. We're not going to be able to get there, but what we can do is make an effort to spend more time. Maybe we can add another weekend on the calendar and or the next time we schedule something, hey, we thought about what you said and we picked this date and I know it's not a week, but here it is. And this is, we're, just, we're making an effort here. Right. Yeah. And along with that, then you're 
you and your spouse can talk about their requests and you can get on the same page. And it's a way to, you know, discuss between husband and wife now, hey, this is what they want. What is our approach? How are we going to answer this? Let's be united and let's communicate back to them or let's move forward in this area or let's make some adjustments. And so now you're working as a team to build the relationship, you know, so it's, it's both the both responsibility and both are working together. And so that's a great thing as well, you know? Totally. And you bring up a really good point about um, husband and wife now syncing up and being on the same page about their mutual efforts to have a good relationship with in-laws. It would be terrible if in an effort to make a better relationship with in-laws, you drive a wedge between your spouse. Right. <laughs> because, you know, now you're divided. Yes. So that that aspect that you bring up is super important. All right. I think the third thing is to pray for your in-laws. And I, I, in discussions with other, you know, wives, I've thought about and talked with them about how they pray for the situation when in-laws come. So they pray for their response. They pray for their kids. They pray for all things about the in-laws being there. But I asked a question. Which is a good step. It's great. Yeah, do that. And I just said, are you also praying specifically for your in-laws? And there was a, no, I guess I'm not. And so we, we started this conversation in talking about how can you pray then for your mother-in-law who's coming, your father-in-law who's coming, for them, for them to have a, a good time, for them to enjoy your family, for them to be comfortable, for them to you know, have a good communication with you and for all of that to go well, but specifically thinking of them, I think that also creates a more of a love, more of a compassion for them and more of a care. If you're really prepping and praying for them as they come to visit you or as you go visit them. So I think that's a huge step in building just a good relationship and a love, a deeper love for them. Yeah. And we all know it's true that when you're praying for someone, in your own personal private time, when you go and see that person in mm -hmm. person, um, it it changes the way you engage with them and talk with them. I, I was praying for you, or right. just some of the the maybe the things that are going on in their life are fresh in your mind. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, if I was just praying for them about this situation at work, I can now ask more informed questions and really demonstrate more care and concern because I am thinking about you. I was thinking about you. I was praying for you. And I want to get an update or I want to hear how this is going. And uh, so it's just a really helpful thing to build the relationship in addition to just prepare your own heart. Yeah. I think the fourth tip is super easy to do. Our tip is don't complain about them. Boom. Which... Just don't do it. Just don't do it. I mean, one, we're talking about keeping a united relationship. It's not going to be good or helpful for me to complain to Mark about his parents. Right. There, that's never going to be a good conversation. It's his parents, and he loves them. And for me to come up with a list of things is not going to be a good idea. But it's also a command in the Bible that we're not to complain or vent our anger. Yeah, it's not limited to talking about in-laws. Right. The, the commands in the Bible are don't complain about anything. Totally. And that it ought to be one of the distinguishing characteristics of Christians, that we resist the urge to complain. Mm -hmm. And so if we did that as it relates to in-laws, we now have like a really unique thing in our culture today. <laughs> How many couples in the yeah. workplace 
uh, don't complain about their in-laws. So I, I just think you would really shine as lights in the world by resisting the urge to complain about this particular relationship. Yeah, and that does keep you personally from dwelling on anything negative because once you bring a complaint forward from your brain to your lips, you're now thinking about that and then another one might come. So that really even helps you to refrain from viewing anything through a negative lens. That's great. Well, the last thing is to overlook offenses. Right. I mean, there's just differences. And so different approaches, different personalities. And for us to see something in our in-laws and just easily be bugged by it. You know, I think of that short fuse, to have a short fuse and then, oh, why did they do that? Or I wish they wouldn't do that. And just to hold something in and to kind of grumble, right, goes with our complaining tip. But to, to really hang on to the little annoyances that we see, I think the best thing for the relationship is going to just say, you know, they do something different, or that's just a different approach, or you know what, no big deal. And as much as possible, move past something, especially small things that are just done differently, right? I mean, it's just, oh, I, I wouldn't have done it that way, but who cares, you know? Totally. Not going to hang on to it and bring it back up. Totally. So I think this is a huge thing. Just be willing to overlook minor offenses, not a big deal, mm -hmm. change, alter your expectations or don't get hung up by frustrations. Just move on. Yeah. Love them anyway. Yeah. And, and then maybe we can add, cause this really brings up like a bigger problem. Um, maybe we sneak in a sixth key Ooh. tip. <laughs> I like it. Sneak or, it or, in. No, no, no. It's just reviving Number one. Okay. All right. Number one is to ask them the question mm -hmm. and to communicate in that way. And so I just think in, in talking about overlooking offenses, we yeah. ought to also reiterate just the communication piece. If there is something that is perpetually bothering you and frustrating you past a point where you can just overlook it, don't sit there and remain bitter for 20 years in the relationship. Right. Have a conversation. Open it up, communicate. So this is a little bonus. We're, we're revisiting key tip number one and um, ending with it as well. And I think we even said this is the most important thing uh, yeah. is just to communicate. So, uh, And in bringing up something, I think it's always good for the child of those parents yeah, we, we have a, to bring it up. <laughs> we have a principle that we have instituted yes. in our relationship, and that is the biological child of the parents is the one to communicate the important information yeah, uh, or the hard information. Yes. So if there's ever an instance when we need to communicate something hard to either set of parents, the biological child is probably going to be the one to do it. And um, there's just a lot more of a relationship there. Right. And um, that conversation just goes much better. Yeah. And it's something that we've kept doing and and it's it's been smart. It's it's wise. And so we can continue to communicate hard truths if there's something that needs to come up just by me talking to my parents and you talking to your parents about it. Sure. Good. Well, that solves just about all the major issues as it relates <laughs> we to in-laws. solved it. Yeah, so there you go. Very successful. Yeah, no, I, I do think that this is really complex, uh -huh. really complicated, and some people listening to this might have relationships with in-laws that are just like so challenging. Yeah. Uh, they're working with people that, you know, don't like the spouse yeah. or 
man, so many complicating factors. Yeah. And so we don't want to make it sound like easy. We've, we've been blessed to have good relationships on both sides and we're super thankful for that. But we just recognize that there are major challenges here. And so I, I think this is one of those things to have a conversation with your spouse about this and just to evaluate how are we doing with our in-laws? Uh, we have a responsibility to honor them. How are we doing with this? And you and I, Bethany, we just recently talked about that. And then it led to a conversation with your parents. And we just opened up the conversation. Hey, is there anything we can do? Um, we're talking about uh, relationships with in-laws on the podcast. What, yeah. what do you think? <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was a good conversation. And I think helpful for us to, to get to that level with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, because you, you aren't going to be able to change your in-laws but you can change yourself and work as a team to make changes for the better, right? So even in those hard relationships, we can work our we can work on our side of it and do our best to be as loving and as gracious and as uh, mend and, and support and encourage and help that relationship as we can. Great. So the question for this yes. episode is, each of you individually rate your relationship with both sets of in-laws on a scale of 1 to 10. Can we ten, do 1 to 15? No, that's unnecessarily complicated. <laughs> okay, 1 to 10, Okay, 10 being the best. Okay. And then show each other your answers, and then Ooh. why did you give a 8 here, not a 9? I gave, you know, Yeah. what's this 2 all about? You know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so have that conversation, and then that ought to maybe prompt conversations with the in-laws. Definitely. That'd be great. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We hope you have a great day and a great conversation. Peace out.